Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report. As always, I am joined by my co-host for the Box Office Report. We have Larry. Larry, hello. Hey. How you doing? The Box Office Report is back. How you feeling? Back. I mean, it's been a while since we've had any sort of noteworthy uh, things opening at the theater. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we're finally here. We got two new releases this weekend. A couple new releases, pretty much for the rest of the the month. So at least there's that. I think we. I, you know what happened? I think we got so used to uh, we got so used to 2021 when all the movie, all the delayed stuff was on was like going out in 2021. And then, you know, like every week we had something like this January, besides Scream, it's just been so dead, dead. So uh, that is why we had not been on for box office. But it looks like we're going to be on for the next couple of weeks. The Batman is next month when February is a short month. Uh, We have Uncharted coming out in a few weeks. We have Death on the Nile um, this weekend, so we'll we'll see how all those movies have done. But uh, Larry, we are here to talk about this week's box office. How are you doing? How are you feeling? How's everything? Doing all right. I actually, for once, have not seen the number one movie in theaters, so it's wow. it's not too common an occurrence for me. So. There's a reason for that. I feel like it's one of those like Downton Abbey kind of things, you know, yeah. where like if you, if you don't watch the show, why would you watch? Why would you really watch the movie? That's how kind of yeah. that's kind of how I am. Um, but let's get into it. Uh, we are looking at the box office for the weekend of February fourth, twenty twenty two. If you want to follow along, please do. These numbers all available. Larry and I get usually get our information from boxofficemojo.com, Sadly, so let's get right into it. The number one film. Well, we well first off, we had the uh, releases of jackass forever moonfall we had a small release for the worst person in the world and uh yeah and a really and the new release for the wolf and the lion don't know what that is but i guess we'll find out all right let's get into the number one spot larry what came in number one so opening in the top spot is jackass forever which opened to 23.5 million dollars in its opening weekend taking out spider-man who had regained that spot after taking off scream from the number one position but the new jackass r-rated film brought in a b plus grade from cinema score it also has an 85 percent on rotten tomatoes and and it opened worldwide to $28.7 million. All of this off of about a $10 million budget. So a great opening for Jackass. About at least 10, almost $10 million higher than the studio projected. Yeah, um, I was super surprised when I saw these numbers come out. Um, if, if you had to, if we did a show last week and we had to like kind of uh, do some predictions, I would have went under 15. I didn't know this, this like franchise or show is so huge you know of course yeah. of course everyone knows about the show jackass but like once the it got delayed a few times and then once those trailers was coming out i was like i mean who's really looking for this but i guess a lot of people was 23.5 <laughs> million uh really solid the budget for these are usually like super low um mm-hmm. so really really solid i haven't seen it don't plan on seeing it don't really care about the show but congrats to all involved and all the fans i guess yeah, I got out. so sick of that trailer already. I was so like, did I. Oh I'm so God. glad it's done. <laughs> yeah, thank the God it's ass, out in theaters. The, the stupid ass bear at the end. Oh, I hated it so much. Yeah, <laughs> and I know only a couple. See, that's the thing is it has to be your jam because I think only a yeah. couple people on our entire team saw Jackass Forever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, only a couple people went and saw Moonfall too. But we'll get into that mm-hmm. here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So really, I mean, there hasn't been almost everybody saw Scream. And then nobody's been to the theater since. Is kind of how our group has been. Yeah, we had like a little Sundance break when everyone, a lot of people were watching Sundance movies after Scream. But yeah, ever since since, since Scream, like I haven't been to the theater. Um, I've been to the theater uh, actually a few times after Scream. I saw Scream. My total right now is I think I believe it's five. Ooh. And uh, yeah, um, and then I saw Moonfall, and uh, I bear. I finally got my number two. I got my shirt in a day after I went the first mm-hmm. time, and I finally got to wear it. <laughs> yes, yeah, you went this weekend, and how does it? How do you feel still? It still holds up or what? 
yeah, I liked it a lot, and both mm. of my friends really enjoyed it. Uh, no, which I was like, I was scared. Him, yeah, because they were, you know, they they like Scream, but they're not like big Scream fans. I was like, oh god, what are they gonna think? But my one friend, she loved the the meta ness of this one. Like, you know, they're all meta, mm. and she's like, yeah, mm. I mean, this is just like taking the first one's formula and updating it for today's culture, and I loved it. <laughs> I was like, yes, period. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really happy. Um, I, I can't get enough. We got that Scream 6 announcement Ooh. and stuff because the movie is doing so well, but we'll get into all that. But yeah. Jackass Forever, I don't really have much to say for Jackass Forever. I'm sorry, just, guys. So, like, congrats. I Yay. mean, I guess they introduce a new, younger kind of cast in this, like some younger people to their group, along with all the old men. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I'm like, I don't... Is this a farewell? Is this like, are they going to try to reboot this in some form? I don't know. Um, I mean, I could totally, personally, I could totally see in them with this number doing another one. Yeah, I was like, I feel like this can't be the end. <clears throat> I mean, they make a joke of it, but they are getting old for this. Yeah. <laughs> like These no, are, the stuff they do is tough on the body. And like, okay, mm. <laughs> I don't know. But it sounds like fans liked it. It got a B plus. Uh, mm. Tyler liked it. Uh, mm. Alex, not as much. The but. reviews are actually pretty, pretty solid for the movie as well. 85 too, on yeah. RT. I mean, I, hey, hey, I don't know. I wonder it's if also one of those. Watch the show or if they just saw the movie. Like, how would we feel if we watched the movie? You know what I'm saying? I also am like, how do you review Jackass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because you can't talk about acting. You can't talk about the plot. You can't talk about the script. You're not going to talk about cinematography. I mean, you're literally just like, was it fun or did I hate it? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's nothing to critique really in a review other than. I mean, was it funny? Did it make you laugh? I guess is literally the only criteria for a jackass movie. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, uh yeah, I guess I, mean, I yeah. guess critics are fans of the show because they seem to like it. Um. Okay, let's get into the number two spot. What do we have? Ooh, okay. Well, number Jeez. two is much less of a success story. So, coming in in the runner-up position, we have Moonfall, which brought in ten million dollars in its opening weekend from three thousand four hundred theaters. Moonfall also opened to uh, not any domestic territories yet. So that 10 million is its overall number currently. It sits at a C plus cinema score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not a great score. And it comes off of a $140 million budget. And this was actually a self-funded project. Um, So Roland Emmerich didn't have like the power of a studio behind him. Uh, So Lionsgate distributed. Yeah, so this is like the biggest kind of self-funded project ever at $140 million. Uh, There are product placements in the film, and that Mm -hmm. makes more sense when you realize he was raising the money himself. (laughs) So Lexus uh, paid for their spot in that movie. Oh my god. Lord. <laughs> but yeah, it costs I mean mm. I guess the studios learned. They were like, you know what, Roland, we've been giving you um, too much money for these big old disaster movies for too damn long. So and... he he uh So I wonder if he's gonna come out and blame Marvel and DC oh about this horrendous number. Horrendous number, and there's no excuse for it. There was absolutely nothing around this movie besides Jackass. And honestly, I mean, going into the weekend, everybody thought this was going to be number one. Like, you know, everybody thought for sure this will beat Jackass at least. I would have, if you would have just given me the two numbers, a 23 million and a 10, I would have thought Jackass was the 10 and Moonfall was the 23. So, uh, yeah, I. I don't know. Those trailers didn't do much. This stuff is not interesting anymore. Like the the disaster, the disaster genre is just it's not there anymore. I, it's just like we've kind of evolved from it. I know it's gonna make him angry, but it's like <laughs> it's uh. Well, he thinks that these this, are such original concepts, apparently, and they're and time. they're just not. I heard somebody say it was really funny. Somebody was like, "This is literally this this is a superhero film without superheroes," and it is. It's yeah, just, it just is. It's like the, the plot is like straight out of Thor or something like that. The moon is falling. 
come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, so it's just, uh, it, it, I don't think, I just don't think this, this, uh, I just don't think this kind of film really speaks to anyone. Um, and it's not, and it's, and like they used to because 2012 did like 65, open to 65 million, which yeah. is nuts. And then I don't know what the day after t- tomorrow did, but um, let's check that. Obviously, Independence Day is a huge film. Of course, yeah, know. Independence Day. And then, uh, but even Resurgence didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. The day after tomorrow opened up to 68 million. So these, some like these movies used to do good. And I think that's, you know what, I think. The reason why is because I think at those times, like, you know, uh, CGI, like, you know, wasn't as heavy as it was, like, as it is, like, right now. Like, you know, in 2005 or four, when The Day After Tomorrow came out, you see all this, like, these, it, lo- it looked very epic, the way the stuff, you know what I mean? The effects of the weather or whatever like that. And yeah. I think nowadays, all the stuff, all these movies look like that now. So it's like, you know? Yeah, I mean, this is definitely one of his lowest openings, maybe even his lowest. I think this is lower than Midway, which was his last film that also did not do great at the Mm -hmm. box office. Uh, Let me see. Midway opened to... You're going to be mad at at them damn comic book movies. Yeah, that one opened around what? Ooh, 6.3 on the first day. Oh, it went on to debut to 17.5 million. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is like, other than Stonewall, which, I mean, was not a big movie like this. I mean, yeah, he's had some some big flops throughout mm-hmm. his career because his budgets are always just so big. Yeah, this is... <laughs> like, his movies I, just I, cost so much money. <laughs> it's befuddled. When, you, when, uh, when I saw the budget this morning, I was like, Jesus, that was the budget? I'm thinking the budget was... I, I thought going into it, the budget was definitely under $100 million. Yeah. That's insane to me. Yeah, this is like his, his worst one. So, Roland, uh, you're going to have to... You're going to have to switch up the formula, bro. I yeah. mean, you're going to have to do something different <laughs> sometime because it's not working anymore. The people don't want it. The people no, don't I want agree. this same disaster film over and over and over again. I We've agree. seen it. We've been there. We've done that. And like, and like you guys said, I was having a good time, kind of, until the ending. Oh, well, that third just, act got wild. It's ridiculous. It, I don't know. I, I just, I was really, I was watching it. And I, I was just like counting the time, counting the like, counting my time. Like, when do I get out of here? Just like, I just this is. And the actors, you know, we we love Halle Berry, but she's not like a she doesn't no. bring people into a theater ever, not really. Any, yeah, not really anymore. And Patrick Wilson, we all love him, but he's never been a star to bring people in. So no. it didn't have the star power. It didn't. The effects looked okay in the trailers, yeah. but. It was nothing innovative that made you be like, oh, okay, this looks insane. Let me go see it. I don't know. It's kind of cheesy jokes. It felt like every other Roland Emmerich film, even from the trailer. So, yeah, I feel like he'll probably be funding his next film, too, by himself. (laughs) Or just, like, lower the budget. Like, why do all your movies got to be so damn bombastic and huge? Like, just relax. Yeah, it's it's time to do a small scale disaster flick. Maybe that's it is take away his budget and see if maybe he can come up with something different. And if he doesn't and it flops, then you're out a little bit of money instead of over 100 million. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. So um, I don't I don't really I don't I don't know. It was not not a good not a good haul. And it is no excuse. Like, again, these movies, it should be like a it should be like a big release. But it just wasn't. Nobody was moving, you know, when the trailers was going on, when the trailers was happening. Every I think every time I saw Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, the trailer for this came on and, like, nobody did anything. It was just very, <laughs> I like... will be interested because it hasn't <laughs> opened overseas yet. Mm-hmm. But these big disaster Maybe. movies do tend to, to do better overseas. Kind of like Fast and the Furious. Like, mm-hmm. audiences here are tired of that crap, but mm-hmm. for whatever reason, a lot of the overseas markets accept it more still. So, I, maybe it'll do better. And I think part of that is the language barrier, so that the film isn't so dependent on the mm-hmm. script, and it's not dependent on like what people are saying. <laughs> it's more of a spectacle, so I think the language barrier translates better than you know small dramas where the script is a huge thing. Um, but 
yeah, we'll see. Roland usually does a little bit better overseas. So I, I predict Moonfall will at least, I don't know, hopefully get around its budget uh, if it's not able to pass it. Because you never want to see these movies like do bad but it's like and you it's just i just didn't like his little comment that he did a couple days ago why'd you do that so dumb because now you just look now you just look goofy and he i I feel like he knew that it was gonna do terrible he just made the excuse before it came out (laughs) damn mcu movies man (laughs) always want to blame the mcu (laughs) like there's not 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 a mcu neck not not a mcu movie next to this one spider-man no way home is in its eighth week so and almost like, made more money. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine if Spider-Man No Way Home did like 11 It was so close. Week? It was so close to passing Moonfall. Speaking of No Way Home, number three. Yeah, so coming in at number three is Spider-Man No Way Home, which brought in $9.6 million, which was only a 12.8% drop in its eighth week of release. That brings No Way Home up to $748.9 million domestic and $1.7 million worldwide. I just have to clarify something. It's mm-hmm. a viral little clip. That's going around about Tom Holland being shook when that guy told him it's the biggest movie of all time. It's about to be the biggest. No, it's not. I'm sorry. That person lied to Tom Holland, even domestic. They were like, yeah, you're almost about to pass Avatar. No, Avatar is not the biggest movie domestic of all time. So what is it? Isn't it Endgame? It's uh, Star Wars. The Force Awakens is oh, the biggest, the right, biggest yeah. domestic movie of all time. So just to look at the lifetime grosses, The mm-hmm. Force Awakens has 936 million domestic. Um, Spider-Man currently sits at fourth place at 748. Avatar is third with 760. And then Endgame is second with 858. So I think Spider-Man No Way Home will pass Avatar. To sit at number three all time domestic. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think this is again uh, this movie every week. It's just, it's just been the legs on this movie. I, I didn't even see this coming. Yeah, but I do that. I do think this is gonna incline a lot of studios to one like as far as the superhero movies to try to get get into that December because we saw this with Aquaman because Aquaman opened mm-hmm. really small like as far as domestically 60, it did 60 something yeah it, did, it, it, it didn't open to like a 200 million like you know so and that one had enough hadn't had enough legs to uh to to get up to a billion dollars so um I think this is really I think this is this the legs on this movie it's just absolutely insane um I don't know what's inclining audiences to continue to go see it. Um, I feel like if you wanted to see it, you would see it, you know, already. But hey, only only drop in twelve point eight percent. They only took a took away seventy five theaters, so the movie is still in thirty six hundred theaters. So, um, yeah, really solid, really really solid numbers for uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, twelve percent drop in the eighth week is pretty insane. I mean. You know, it's a little bit bigger than Black Panther, but it's doing pretty much what Black Panther did just forever, just staying with big holds each and every week. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting, I guess, to see if maybe Uncharted uh, is what finally does it. You know, Tom Holland's new action-y movie uh, hey. finally kind of hey. takes away from his other big movie that's been in the theaters for two and a half months. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, it's gonna be both in the top five, just <laughs> uncharted and Tom uh, Holland's gonna, gonna dominate the top five. Can you stop? I'm, uh, so, I'm gonna be so annoyed. Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, yeah, because next weekend Spider Man's gonna hop right over Moonfall. That's gonna be a no brainer. Oh yeah, that's absolutely. There's no way Moonfall, Moonfall holds on. <laughs> Moonfall is gonna, ugh, man. That, that I mean, we have two. Is gonna be hor- horrific. Yeah, I mean, so Spider-Man will probably be maybe number three. Uh, I don't know what Death on the Nile is going to do. I don't think it's going to do much. Uh, mm-hmm. Same thing with Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez. I don't know what that's going to do. I don't think it's going to do much. When is it's that being coming offered, out? Uh, this weekend, Friday. Oh, it is? So, For Valentine's hey, Day weekend. Valentine's Day weekend movie. Yeah, it I, is I also debuting on what? Peacock? 
the same day, so you can yeah, watch it yeah, at home. Like, yeah, but like nobody knows. I know. know. I mean, it's the same. It's thing not HBO like, Max. It's not HBO Max. It's like, hey, yeah. go home and watch it. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> these little Paramount Pluses and Peacock, they're like, uh, they like these trailers. They'll be like, yeah, come see whatever, and it'll be like. On also on Peacock, it's you like know, in tiny <laughs> little. It's in like two point font mm-hmm. on the bottom of the page. <laughs> HBO Max, they like they put it like <laughs> they put it right next. They said theater or HBO Max. Boom, square yeah. in the middle. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't think not a lot of because even I forgot up until like I, I saw it on Twitter. I was like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. So, so maybe Valentine's Day will help boost that one up. The Death mm-hmm. on the Nile, I don't know. Mm. Army Death- might have screwed that one, but. Uh, <laughs> Death on the Nile, um, yeah, I'm not seeing a massive... But for sure, Spider-Man's going to hop over Moonfall, and I think mm-hmm. it'll hold pretty well again. I agree. I mean, it hasn't had a big drop yet, so I don't know why it would start now. Yeah, I, I think it will I think it'll start having that massive, massive drop when the other superhero movie comes comes into play in a few weeks yeah which we'll get into at the end of the show we'll get we'll find we'll we'll start our projections for the batman but watching all of this you know morbius and sony are kicking themselves for moving I, it was absolutely idiotic unless was... you're adding stuff which is what everyone's kind of everyone's kind of alluding to absolutely idiotic i guess they didn't want to they said they didn't want to hop off its the momentum and i'm like dude but it's like it's it's just sitting in the box it's not like it's like still doing like 50 million yeah. it's it's just, january it's was a dead zone the, yeah. i mean it could have opened pretty big actually i think like look I at how I jackass agree. is opening scream opened big all the you know these movies are opening bigger than we thought they would mm-hmm. so uh, if you would have dropped that movie at the end of january i think it would have opened bigger than it will in april when there's actually other stuff to watch <laughs> yeah i agree 100 percent, i agree so um i don't, I don't oh. get it now let's get into number four my baby <laughs> all right chilling at number four <laughs> we have scream which brought in an additional 4.73 million dollars which is 34 percent drop in its fourth weekend of release that brings the latest ghost face slasher up to 68.9 million domestic and 120.3 million worldwide keep chugging along my love scream (laughs) keep chugging along baby i know i know it's just it's it's 4.7 million i'm not mad honestly i i wish it was like holding up a little bit better but listen i do you i mean you you and i especially me have been dreading the release of this movie since it was now so it was going to be released in january yeah so the fact that the, the the sequel for this one has already been announced and the fact that you know it's it's i, I believe it's already crossed 100 million worldwide mm-hmm. um, 120 million worldwide. that is great that is a great 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 haul for uh scream I mean, i'm surprised at it, how it's doing so well overseas as well yeah. too you know so, yeah, it's almost matched its domestic overseas. It's mm-hmm. uh, the fourth one is the only Scream film now not to make a hundred million worldwide um, yeah. since mm-hmm. this one crossed that path. So, yeah, it's like a return to form. It's doing pretty similar to what the first three did, which is great. Yeah, I'm so happy that this movie has done so well. Um, I, I'm I, unless they release, I, I don't see this the the sequel to this. Because we this happens, you know what I mean. That we've have kind of a, a little bit of proof when it comes to a horror movie's doing really well, and then the second, the second or sequel like doing okay, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like we have it with, of course, the Happy Death Day disaster, um, and then we and then we have with it, it chapter one did like one of the biggest, the biggest horror opening, I believe. Yeah. Um, at one hundred and twenty million, and the second one opened to like ninety. Uh, yeah. Then we had, then we had, uh, what was it? Uh, Halloween? Uh, even though Halloween Kills is like in the pandemic, but Halloween, the first one, I believe, opened uh, to around eighty million. Yeah. And then the second one did like what, like sixty something or something, yeah. or something like that. So I, I fear that if they just, if they, if they, I feel like the studio Paramount is just going to be like, oh, well, well, January worked the first time. Let's put it in January again, and then it's going to do like, <laughs> like, like twenty. 
you know, yeah. or 15 million. I, 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 I don't want that to happen. I don't know. I just don't know why they refuse to put this movie in fucking October. <laughs> I don't get yeah. it because they, the movie is going to start filming this summer. It ain't going to be ready by October unless it is. And it's just like, it's going to be insane. It's going to be like really, really quick, a quick turnaround. But Plus, I, don't looks- think, I think uh, this October, they're going to want to avoid Halloween because mm-hmm. that's this year, right? Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. So, so they'll probably it, want to not compete directly with that. So I can't imagine they would try to rush it for. And then my guess October. is that it's going to get right put into next next January or something when it's all ready and set and done. And I just don't I don't want it to. I know we I know it worked this time around and I, I can relax a little bit, but I don't <laughs> I don't want to see it in January again. I want them to put it. Next I didn't to, realize that. Yeah. So the screen movie only had a twenty-four million dollar budget. So yeah, yeah. This box office is great for great for the movie. Great for budget. Paramount. Great for uh, everyone was clamoring for the announcement of the next movie. We knew they they had another movie, and and you know they were just waiting to see how the movie was gonna do. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And then they do have a fan event coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. That they're releasing into theaters here. Uh, or I forget the exact date, but it's in early February sometime. So there's a fan event. I don't know if it will uh, kind of boost the box office back again, mm-hmm. give it a little extra, but that is coming up as well. All right. And lastly, the t- number five spot. What do we got? So another one that just keeps chugging along at number five, we have Sing 2, which brought in an additional $4.17 million in its seventh week of release. That brings the animated Illumination film up to $139.5 million domestic and $291.5 million worldwide. And this film only dropped 10% this weekend which was the smallest drop in the entire top 10. So by the way, February 10th is for that there fan event. I just put the remind me thing on AMC <laughs> cuz I had I had no idea. Oh, was. there you go. February 10th, going, y'all, coming up. Sorry death on the Nile. Thursday, I'll be going to this fan <laughs> event. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, now getting on to sing too. Great. 4.1 million, 10% drop. Another movie came out in December with really, really good legs. Um, yeah, really good. Just chugging, chugging, chugging along. These Closing December on, movies, yeah. Yeah, 300 million worldwide almost. So I'm sure it'll get that with how it continues to hold. And like we said, mm-hmm. now uh the first animated movie back in theaters isn't until i think the bad guys from dreamworks which is early april since mm-hmm. uh turning red got moved only to disney plus i mean there's literally just no animated films so oh yeah it's been very scarce yeah so sing chu i guess can just keep going until the end of time <laughs> just it is one of those it's what happens we were talking about this before while we were in the pandemic about these animated movies just having a lot of legs um and stuff so i'm really not i'm not honestly i'm not surprised that it's like it's been doing so well you know as far as like just just sticking just sticking around um i think it's really solid you know yeah so um and like we said illumination always keeps those budgets low and mm -hmm. the gross is high so that's Mm -hmm. always good a good business model and it works for them almost every time and I don't remember the first one having this much legs either, too. So I think it's I think it's really solid. Yeah, you know what's going on with the movie. Um, okay, any other stories from the box office? So we had this small film that opened called The Wolf and the Lion, and it didn't make much of a splash this weekend. It only opened in eight hundred theaters, uh, but it made six hundred and seventy five thousand from Blue Fox Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So a small little uh, little company releasing it. Um, yeah. Um, for me, I'm looking at some of these number redeeming love. What is that? I don't know. I mean, I saw it in the theater. I almost went to see it because there was nothing else out, but I couldn't. I can't Larry get myself to watch that. Larry can handle it, man. He said this. Look at this, the Kingsman holding okay too. Twenty eight percent drop. That's not bad at all. 
I mean, it's been it's been right behind Sing for this whole time, pretty mm-hmm. much, and it's they came out the same weekend. That's almost yeah. on Hulu though, so if you didn't watch yeah, it in theaters, you can watch it in Hulu soon. Nightmare Alley is also available on Hulu right now. I and believe. on Hulu and on HBO Max. How weird mm-hmm. is that distribution do? I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it's freaking nuts. They released like a black and white version of Nightmare Alley into the theaters two For weeks what? ago. Why? I, Why did I do that? Because they wanted money. <laughs> they wanted money. Um, yeah, Worst Person in the World opened in four theaters this weekend for 135000 which is a $33,700 um, per theater average. Not bad for four theaters. I'm so disappointed. I, I, need, I need these 10 movies to be in the millions. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like we're... Because we go from... Look at the drop from the seventh, the number seven spot, redeeming, uh, redeeming love with one point oh million, to American Underdog to eight hundred thousand. It's like I need, I really want the top ten at least to be in a million. I know we're not in normal times anymore, but um, yeah, I, I need, I need that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know it's. <sighs> We were getting there pretty consistently, and then mm-hmm. they just didn't release any movies in January, and it kind of screwed that up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at the 355 already out of the top. Well, they're in the top 10, but already below a million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to go to a weekend real quick before the world blew up pretty much um, and just compare. Okay, so like, look at look at this. This is like on the toe end of 2020 you know it's like the beginning of 2020 right before you know all this coronavirus stuff started happening uh january 17th bad boys for life the opening for bad boys for life 62 million 1917 21 million doolittle 21 million jumanji the next level 9 million star wars the rise of skywalker 8 million Little Women, 6 million. Just Mercy, 5 million. Knives Out, 4 million. Like a Boss, 4 million. Frozen 2, 3 million. So if, if I go down this whole list, 17 movies, the, the top 17 films was all over a million. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, we got to get back to that. I, I know yeah. it's like, it's, it's a lot to ask for right now in today's age, but like, you know, those times, I remember, like, we were just all these movies, like, movies were really doing good. Like, you know, the theaters was doing really good. So, um, when, do you, when do you think that would happen? You think it's the summer? Mm. When do, what are you thinking? I don't know. To get to, because the most we've had, we, we were doing pretty consistent getting around 10 at least around there for mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. Through, like, the holiday season, it picked up. Uh I don't know, because even with how many movies are starting to come out in, like, March and April, there's not a lot of big ones that are consistently hitting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so maybe around summer we can get back to to some more movies, at least opening that in that range, having multiple movies with good numbers. Um, Mm -hmm. Because even now, when we get a a good opening, the next movie, you know, is way beneath it. And you can say, like, oh, Dwayne, maybe it's just, like, the movies that are out. But I mean, I feel like if this was 2020 and these and we had these movies, I still feel like at least the top 10 would be over a million. Not not 17, but at least the top 10. Yeah. You know, um, Jackass Forever, I could probably before pandemic probably see it doing like 27. Uh, Moonfall, maybe like a 14. Spider-Man No Way Home in week eight, maybe like an 11 or 12. You know what I mean? So um, it's still the box office is still very much affected by these by the times that we're in, yeah. You know, and the cases and all that stuff rising. Um, let's see what else we have here. Uh, you mentioned the worst person in the world already. Uh, Parallel Mothers. I'm hoping to see that tomorrow. Finally. Oh really? Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I want. I want to see it, and it's about. It's only in one theater right now around mm-hmm. me still, so I have to go rush out and see it. Well, let me know how that is. I want to see Drive My Car too, but it's so long. It's, it's like, like three, isn't it? Like three hours yes, or something. And like, everybody's like, "It's so good," but oh, I, I, that's y'all don't understand. Movies. That's the thing people don't get is you have to like when a movie is that long, you mm. have to make like a conscious commitment. <laughs> yeah, it's not like it's like it's like with me. It's like with work. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I can't. <laughs> I have to. 
And you have to like be, uh, and that, and you know, we always, Dwayne is the one we like to razz and make fun of because he was, mm. he, he leads the charge on run times often. But Ridiculous. what, what you say, Dwayne is, is right. There's like a difference, like mentally preparing yourself for a superhero movie. That's three hours. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do much preparation mentally to go in and do that. To sit down for a drama that is going to require more attention and especially a foreign film where you're going to have to read for three hours, you know, like it is, it requires a different type of mental preparation to get to the theater and watch it. It just is what it is. Plus, it's a little bit, you know, it's more of a heady piece. You're going to be thinking more about different type of things. It just requires something different heading in. I I know it's probably really good. I just... uh, I haven't been able to work myself up to go watch it. <laughs> I agree 100%. One of the things that works about movies like Parasite is that Parasite is fairly short. Um, mm-hmm. I know I, I know it's like, you know, these foreign films, uh, as far as like us Americans, I mean, sometimes they just, they, I, 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 you know, because to people who... To people who are, oh, Parasite was two hours and 12 minutes, but I guess because the pacing is so crazy, um, it doesn't feel like that to And me. it's such an interesting topic. I That's mm-hmm. the other thing I've heard with Drive My Car, is that it is a slower film and a slower topic. So I you have it. to be ready. Parasite, I, it was interesting. Things were happening. The commentary mm-hmm. was there. It flew by, you know? Like, it did oh, it not did. feel like it two did. hours at all. Because <laughs> even I just checked, I'm over here like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I, I, I'm over here. I thought, I'm over here thinking, like, Parasite was an hour and 45 minutes the shit was 212 yeah and i could not i i remember being in that theater and before you know it it was over and i was like oh shit that climax hit the hit the screen and this shit started popping for real for real Mm -hmm. so i i i I agree i think some of those movies i like i just i don't like when you got when you got when you got like the irishman i think the people give that movie such a pass because it wasn't in theaters and it's like your home you know, but fuck me, man. Imagine going to a theater and sitting for three and a half hours watching old well, folks. Y'all just, know. Y'all know. It took me almost a full year to convince myself to put on Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah, four hours. It took me a lot because I had to. I, <laughs> I There was a mental block. I heard four hours and I said, y'all, that's a work shift. Like, I don't. Larry, it's <laughs> that's perfectly- half a work shift. It's perfectly fine for you to like. I I completely agree. Like I I I am not about to do this, and I'm not I'm a binge watcher. Not. So some people are like, "Oh, you but you'll binge watch a whole." No, I don't. I don't sit and binge watch television shows, y'all. I don't do that either. So yeah, because, <laughs> I can chill for a little bit and watch a movie and move on. But when topic, your movie um, is a whole half a season of TV, that's a lot. <laughs> a hot topic right now was the Batman's runtime, which is like just under three hours. Um, yeah. I can do that, but I agree when it's when you're asking a lot from me when I, when you're trying to make your movies uh, over three like over three hours is my is my limit. Like I over three hours is absolutely insane to me at least. Like I loved um, Zack Snyder's Justice League, but I did watch it at home. You know, um, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I like I say it all the time. I watched that movie the first time in parts. Because I just, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm just. And y'all want to call them amusement park rides. Well, there you Mm -hmm. go. It's a lot easier to convince yourself to go on a long ass amusement park ride than it is to sit and have a long ass think piece. (laughs) You know, like, it just is what it is. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, so let's get into an interesting topic before we get off the show here. I know we probably going to get roasted for that. So, so <laughs> box office pro right now has the Batman opening from 150 million to 185. Mm-hmm. I guess we can finally start our prediction, you know, because you know, we were, we did a couple of box office shows and we had our prediction for a uh, Spider-Man no way home every week. So let's, let's, let's talk about the Batman. Mm-hmm. What are we thinking? What do you think the Batman's going to open to? So it's what, PG-13, right? PG-13, two hours and like 55 minutes. 
uh, I don't think there's anything coming with it, like coming out with it. So just that's... stuff on, like these little Sundance movies, which I'm like, what the hell are you doing opening mm. that weekend? Like, yeah, after Yang, nuts. I believe. I was yeah. so mad when I saw After Yang. I was like, y'all better move. Like what? <laughs> Come on, let some people watch your movie. Like what? Ain't nobody gonna go see no After Yang. And I loved it, but come on. Sad about that is that listen, the Batman. I said I think to I think like when you, when y'all was trying to get me to buy a Sundance movie, I'm like, listen, the movie gotta be like I don't know when it's ever gonna come out, and yeah. it has to be like raves. And After Yang was one of those movies that was raves, but I was like, nah, that movie's about to come out in a month. Yeah. But and then you're like, oh, I'm not seeing it opening weekend, right? Because opening weekend, I'm I'm about to see the Batman like three times. So like, what I'm gonna do with with After Yang? <laughs> so I'm about to see the Batman like 14 times in theaters. So yeah, I I don't know about that. And then that, I mean, at least the Sebastian Stan one is coming out on Hulu, so that's not as big a deal to me because mm-hmm. that's opening that same day as Batman too. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's a choice. Uh, that's yeah. for sure. Well, let's see. So the first, uh, I'm just checking back. So The Dark Knight Rises opened mm. to 160 million. Because uh, I was like, I feel like it's giving off kind of no Lindy vibes, mm-hmm. you know, that darker mm-hmm. kind of aesthetic. Uh, so I, I was thinking maybe more to compare it to stuff like that than any of the newer DCEU stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go. I'll don't go be, for early cheap, prediction. Don't be cheap, I'm gonna go well, 175 right now. Really? So I am actually surprised with this movie's projections because initially I was like, "Man, I there's so much working against this movie." I feel like, but these trailers have been special, and this marketing has been special, and the hype of this movie online has been like really once in a lifetime you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i kept i i was like it's so hard for me to make a prediction because i know it is i would have if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago i would have went a lot lower i think yeah be, yeah i would agree before these projections i probably would have went with like 115 120 yeah because like you're asking a lot from general audiences to come see a batman movie but Again. they are assuming that it's connected to the DCEU. You have a new actor. Um, the It's not even like Ben Affleck's done. He's going to be in a new movie. Everyone is very confused with this Warner Brothers strategy. Joker did really well. So then what do you do with that? You know, it's just so much working against it. Um, but then there's just stuff working into its favor, too, as far as like the trailers and the the marketing around it, the posters and the online, it's always trending and stuff like that. And uh, and I so I uh, I don't know. So I'm gonna go. Um, my official prediction as of right now. We'll see what the next couple of weeks kind of say. I also want to see what happens when the tickets go on sale to see how big of a thing that like is it gonna crash websites the way like um the way No Way Home did. Or is it just gonna be like a like a like a quiet release of tickets, like you know when we see movies come out like uh, Black Widow or Shang Chi or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, or is it gonna be like a No Way Home, Black Panther, Avengers kind of tickets are crashing? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't know what the answer to that is yet. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one sixty five. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go 165. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to get a better look because we jumped on the (laughs) train. We jumped on a little late, but we definitely Mm -hmm. jumped on the train once that, once the tickets went on sale and the Mm -hmm. madness that ensued, you know, we knew. So if, if the tickets go on sale and it's a little bit quiet. It's not as as crazy as we we some people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have to go down a little bit, or if they crash the damn servers, maybe we got to look at two hundred. <laughs> because what happened? I think with Spider Man, you and I were like, I think we were under one fifty, and I was yeah. like, yo, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we were like, pandemic. There's so many things working against yeah. it. Blah blah blah. Blee blee blue. And then tickets went on sale, and it was i had to wait until the next morning to get tickets 
And then I yeah. said, okay, I got to up this damn. We had Let to me go tell you right now, though. AMC, get your shit. Do if you don't <laughs> come prepared for Batman after what just made y'all look like a fool, AMC, Fandango, all of y'all. I'm sorry. I don't mean to just single you out, AMC. Regal, all y'all sites was a hot mess and wasn't prepared. Adam. If you don't come prepared for the Batman after what you just experienced, I'm a mm-mm. just in case. Like, don't don't mess around with it too. Like, don't be like, oh, it's the Batman. It's not like it's a. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just uh, just make sure that you that you're prepared. I yeah. Agree. Plus, I think the drought of films is going to work in its favor. Agreed. Because I don't think Uncharted, you know, as, as excited as I am for it, um, I don't think it's it's not drumming up that excitement. You know, there's been nothing to really draw. I mean, online, I'll say this. The Scream fans were hyped. Twitter, my Twitter, mm-hmm. been hyped about Scream. Mm-hmm. Sorry in <laughs> but, advance. I apologize. That's, that's been the last, like, super hyped, you know, movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's almost two full months of people just kind of being like, eh about everything that's coming out mm-hmm. and i think people are gonna be ready they're like okay finally we got something else it's been a while since we've been to the movies let's go see this batman mm-hmm. i yeah I, I i really have to get a good i know what these are and by the way everyone these are our early projections you yeah. know i hope you i hope people don't be like oh man these guys are going these are our early projections for the movies so i need more i need more kind of i need to see what the lead up is you know to the release and then the week before it comes out larry and i'll make our final prediction yeah as far as how ticket sales are going you know how larry and i check our theaters around us to see how they're doing uh spider-man you couldn't get a seat you know so it's like um we'll look at theaters around and we'll we'll actually do some research about like surrounding the batman so we will see but we have an exciting couple of couple of couple of weeks Coming up, leading to the Batman. We are officially less than a month. Woo-woo. Well, now, what you thinking about with these two coming next weekend? Oh, that's right. I completely forgot. We got to give, like, predictions for the next. Death and Denial, uh, 13. Yeah, that's kind of where I was saying. I was thinking, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Uncharted? Uh, fuck, you want me to be honest? Ooh, like, uh... unch- Uncharted, I'll go over twenty. I'll, I'll it's a it's a popular game. I'm kind of I'm kind of comparing Uncharted honestly to Tomb Raider, which okay. Tomb Raider did like it's the same kind of it's the same kind of game kind of they yeah. kind of do the same things. And uh, Tom Holland is a bigger star than Alicia Vikander was when it came out. But I, so I'll give him the slight edge. So let's do this. Uh, Tomb Raider opened to twenty three million, which is not not great. Um, it opened up to twenty three million. I don't remember what it came out with. I think it came. Let me just check real quick. Um, it came out with "I Can Only Imagine," Jesus Christ, and "Love Simon." Um, March 16, twenty eighteen. Uh, it was uh, Black Panther in its fifth week. Beat it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Black, <laughs> Black Panther opened oh, to twenty six no. million on week five. Twenty six point six million. Dwayne, I hate you. <laughs> And then Tomb Raider did 23.6. That's embarrassing, honestly. See, anyway, this is why um, we all been crying. All of us who want a damn sequel, we've been crying for years. This is why. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Listen, I, I like the movie. I just was like, this is, that's not a good opening. That's not really a good opening, but. I think people, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go 25. General, Uncharted, I'm yeah, going to go 25. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, yeah. 20, I give it 2 million, 2 million above Tomb Raider. Um, and Tomb Raider has some stiff competition, so I'll be fair a little bit. So yeah, I'll do twenty six. There we go, twenty six. That's it. That's all I got for dumb chart. <laughs> little marry me. I think it'll be around ten. Marry me. I think it's. I'm gonna go nine. I don't know. Dog. What you want? What you think about dog? How much? Five. Y'all think, think the people going to be clamoring for some Channing Tatum movie? Not for no dog. No. Uh, no. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to open to like six or five. Why do they call it that? That's a horrible title. Terrible. Why did they title the movie Dog? I hate the trailer like, too. And, and, and you, from listening, from listening to you and I's podcast, 
on box office. You think I hate dogs. Mm-hmm. I am like the biggest like dog lover. Don't don't believe him, y'all. I really am. I just hate movies about dogs. They just make me cringe. I don't know what it is. We going me and Jaden gonna be petitioning for Dwayne to get out to the theater and watch dog, y'all. <laughs> just I've always hated movies about dogs. They're just so cringy because no dogs act like this. None of them do. They just just, everybody's dogs is all I don't know, man. So what? Your next movie is gonna be Uncharted, or you're gonna try no, to I'm, see I'm Death on an Isle try- sometime? I what, listen, I, I was gonna go Thursday, but now you're talking about the screen thing. <laughs> well, fault. I don't know. Whatever you're doing on Wednesday, they're doing like a early showing of it. Ain't nobody doing all that. No, at on um, on Wednesday at AMC, so you could see it Wednesday night. Listen, you talking about the scream thing on Thursday. I was setting up <laughs> Thursday to be like my day for Death on the Nile because I want to see that scene. I want to no, see the- <laughs> See, the marketing did its job with that damn ship. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. I want to see the corner. See, now that's scene. the only reason Dwayne wants to go see that movie is because of that one scene in the trailer. That's the only thing I asked you about when y'all came out of it. I don't care about the plot. I don't care about the storytelling. He said, what? was it that scene cut or is that how she delivered the line? <laughs> That's what that's that's what's pulling me into this movie. To be honest, is the because it's become such a meme and it's so funny right now. So (laughs) I gotta see it. I gotta see it in IMAX on like a big screen. (laughs) I gotta gotta hear the line in the IMAX. I might do surround sound. We want to hear that champagne hitting the Nile. All right, everyone. With that being said, that is it for our box office show. Thank you guys all for listening and joining us. Um, let us know what you guys think Batman is going to open up to it's early predictions, you know, send us your Skype messages as far as what you think the Batman will open up to. And we will see Thank you guys for joining us. Larry, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and on Instagram and YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. And you can catch my review for Death of the Nile coming out tomorrow. Ooh, period. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94 and the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemedia World. Uh, our next couple of shows, uh, oh, fuck, the Oscars on Tuesday, huh? The announcements. Mm-hmm. Oh, you doing that God. live stream or what? Yeah, I'm doing a live stream. I'm, it's going to be a mess. Those BAFTA nominations were a mess. <laughs> so as far as this week, everyone, uh, we're probably going to talk about the Oscar nominations either on a Cinemania World show or Cinemania Live, most likely a Cinemania World show with members of the team to discuss. It's going to be a disaster. Just know it. So um, we'll circle back. That'll be our next show. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. Talk to you guys soon. Uh, Make sure you you check out the Moonfall review uh, with Larry and Alyssa as well. Thank you guys. Bye.